2: There's no place to escape to. This is the last hot On the left. <laughs> That's when the
0: cannibalism started. What was that?
2: Some kind of Dr. Octopus. <laughs> Don't tell me about it, so, so you'd be drunk. to tell me that this fucking octopus is better than me because you made it all the way through medical school? Yeah, technically. No, 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 no. I'm a spider man. You're drunk. I'm not a spider boy. I'm not a spider child. I'm a full grown ass. I got pubic hair all the way up to my chest, or all the way up to my beard there. I'm a fucking spider ass man.
1: That's spider ass man. And
2: I don't need to go to school.
1: No, you definitely don't. All right. Welcome to the last podcast on the
2: left, everyone. But I am Ben Kizzle, that's Marcus Parks. Hey. Spent all my time swinging around in ropes and shitting uh-huh. out of my goddamn wrist. People telling me, like, I'm just some little boy from Queens, but I'll tell you right. something different. I chased a man-sized lizard yesterday for three hours. Yeah. My feet are fucking killing me. What? These spider boots ain't got no art support. Is so
1: Mary-, <laughs> Mary Jane broke up with you, drunk Spider-Man. Mary Jane, more like Mary Junk. <laughs> I agree with that scary Um, junk alright so this is our first episode back since we went to the UK and my god we have to thank everybody up top what an unbelievable experience the food in Scotland's just the best it has
2: a (laughs) film
0: to it Uh, what I will say I have learned about the UK um, first of all thank you for opening my race uh, horizons well it was Um, only white people well it's there's so many patches to the white people quilt (laughs) they're very it's a very Um, white quilt it was was, was, one quilt it's what happens when white People fuck only other kinds of white people for thousands of years. They looked weird. People do they get did not slanted. Look weird people. They did, did not. Honestly, people who do not come to our show do slow. It does look like their skeleton is all growing into one bone. <laughs> I thought they, they were beautiful people. Um, but I have learned that there's up to five different accents in the UK in one go. You've got the Cockney, the hey, ARI. Right. You've got uh, the London ale. Hi, hello, hi, hello, good day to you. Then you got Manchester with the top here. Oh, hello, welcome to Manchester. At? Someone explained it to me. Uh-huh.
2: Yorkshire is low. It's a it's kind of a Yorkshire type
0: thing. It's yeah. kind of mixed with the cockney that I, that I did. But a Yorkshire's more like a, uh, right? it's like a
2: Scottish mix with the British. And then you so got is, the, you got Queen, which is oh, oh, and then you got her boyfriend Philip, which is the doctors told me today that my penis is yeah. officially a slug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's really six accents then. Six
2: accents. I didn't wow. count.
1: Yes, yeah, so you got to count the, the the fake king. I guess whatever the hell he is. <laughs> is he the
0: king? All he does is to, is eat the queen's pussy when the corgis are asleep. It's amazing. <laughs> we had a great time
1: making fun of Prince Charles, and uh, you know we we they were a wonderful audience, and they they took a good ribbon.
0: They really did. No, I absolutely love uh, the entire United Kingdom. Every single show that we did was uh, fantastic, and we had a great time with the fans afterwards. You guys are so fucking cool. Thank you so much for for coming out. We can't wait to come back.
1: All right. Well, speaking of travel, today's episode. (laughs) See that? What am I on? I'm on a...
0: (sighs) Segway. That's correct.
1: Uh, today's episode, it's going to be amazing. It's all about time travelers.
0: Uh, chrononauts. you ignorant
1: fuck. <laughs> it's fake. Time time travelers are what everybody calls them. Crononauts sounds like the new cuisine that everyone's going crazy for. It's the cronut w- mixed with some bizarre, uh, you know, w- almond or something.
0: <laughs> well, the time travelers we're going to cover today. chrononauts. We- <laughs> the Crononauts. You know, Henry, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on this one. Yes, they are chrononauts. It's a terrible name. No, it's a, it's
1: an official name. So, all right, fine. Today's episode, we'll redo it then. Today's episode, speaking of time travel, what am I on? Segway. Uh, it's about chrononauts. Thank you.
0: We're going to talk about three of them today. Uh, one of them is a chrono uh, chrononaut that is living here in the present. The other two are from the future, but the guy that is here and now, the one that you can speak to, that you can call on the telephone. And he is desperate for your call. <laughs> yeah, please do call him. His name is Andrew Basiago. I don't know. <laughs> it's another one of example of in Conspiracy World where everybody says a name three different ways. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's spelled as Basiago. Basiago. It's spelled like a mixture of bar Asiago, the cheese <laughs> mm. but it is uh it's he says it basiego basiego <laughs> and he goes by Andy it's, it's Andy <laughs> Bashiego.
1: it sounds like he's batting third for the yankees but he forgot his baseball and he's using a salami
0: for his baseball bat sounds like a bat. kid i knew in first grade that ended up t- beaten his wife and is now in jail. I'm sure he is. (laughs) Anthony Amoretti, that's his name. Oh, is that right? Well, Andy Boschiego is a lawyer from Washington State who claims to have been a part of a secret government teleportation time travel program known as Project Pegasus, which ran from 1968 until 1972. One thing we want to talk about, we want to talk about one second, is that this this whole episode is about the phenomenon of collected stories on the internet of people who have traveled through time. Now, the Mm -hmm. idea is that we don't know if time travel exists or not, but these three men do, and the answer is yes. Oh, okay, good. We actually, in reality, do not know if time travel works at all. We don't know if it's a part of a super-secret government program that we're not aware of yet. We don't even know if it's physically possible, because technically, isn't time travel only supposed to be possible if you travel at the speed of light, and something mm. with mass cannot do that? Well, technically, if you uh, the thing is about time travel, at least the theory about time travel, is that you can ta- travel through time into the future, because if you go faster than the speed of light, then time around you will slow down so So you can travel faster into the future than actual time uh, occurs, so you can travel to the future, but traveling to the past is something different altogether, which requires some sort of tear in the time-space continuum. Now, question, is this just hungover man bus stop science? I think it is,
1: (laughs) but I did just come up with a great plot for a movie. It's about dwarf tossing, and the world's strongest man tosses the world's smallest dwarf dwarf, and he goes, faster than the speed of light, we got dwarf to the future.
0: I think that technically <laughs> is a folklore tale from, like, the the, 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 the secret times, like old back in days when we used to, before
2: before recorded history.
0: Ah, uh, yes,
1: but yeah. if someone couldn't create the m- movie poster for dwarf to the future, that would be amazing. <laughs> dwarf to the future.
0: <laughs> well, actually, pin your theory here isn't that far off. Project Pegasus, and it's early Project Pegasus, which is an offshoot of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a.k.a. DARPA was an effort on the part of the U.S. defense technical community to weaponize time travel on behalf of the United States government. Now, what he postulates, Andy postulates, is the fact that uh, Tesla's writings were absconded from a New York hotel that he lived in when he died. The U- U.S. government went, took all his writings, and took the science that came from his journals, mm. and they put into a program, Project Pegasus, which worked alongside Project Manhattan while at Los Alamos base while, that, while the atomic bomb was being built they were working on time travel in another room
2: with better nerds
1: (laughs) so did they like purposely just give them ominous titles with someone like why don't we call it project a one and they're like let's go with something creepier
2: I want something with wings and a horse I like the idea of like you know how a pigeon will sometimes shit on you in the park what if it's like six pounds of shit
0: Pegasus? Thank you, Officer (laughs) Writery. Now, in its early stages, the goal of Project Pegasus was to study the effects of time travel and teleportation on children specifically. Now There are many different reasons why children were used. The first was that they were more able to adapt to, quote, the strains of moving between past, present, and the future. See, their minds were kind of a blank slate. A tabula rasa, if you will. Thank you. Also, the words tabula rasa are written on every single bit of Project Pegasus (laughs) information you can find on the internet. It's like children or tabula tabula rasa, where it was like the guy who wrote all of this stuff in one go was like, I'm going to fit this magic phrase in everything, and every single time I do my girlfriend gives me a hand it sounds like Ellen DeGeneres's girlfriend (laughs) well the things about kids the whole tabula rasa thing their minds are more open they are not really colored by experiences and prejudices the blank mind of a child is more apt to see things that an adult may overlook it's like uh Andy made a really weird example in an interview I was watching with him he's like An adult will go back into the past and see a man with a gun and a holster in it and become immediately afraid and say, oh no, it's a man with a gun. But if a child goes into the past
2: and sees a man with a holster and a gun in it, then the child will think, maybe it is some form of cowboy, or maybe it is a safe police officer, or what a fun little bubble blowing wand that that man has in the holster on his belt. I must investigate.
1: Sounds a heck of a guy.
0: Yeah, actually, that's. I mean, that's a fairly good point. That's, is it a good point? <laughs> I'm not sure what the so. point the is. The idea is that children have no fear. you can just throw them into a time travel trouble in a time travel fucking tunnel, what? and they'll just pop out on the other side, no questions asked. I don't think. <laughs> I think kids are full of fear. You teach If you teach a child everything's a game, I mean, look at Albert Fish's career. Sure. If you can convince a child, so you are you about to compare Project Pegasus to Buck Buck? How many hands up? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It technically is an interdimensional version of Buck Buck. How many hands up? (laughs) All right.
0: Well, in addition to all that, adults actually went insane after all the time travel jumps. So it was thought that if you okay kind of like buck buck how many hands up if you get a kid how is it go- <laughs> if you get a kid used to it from an early age then by the time they got to full-fledged nasa chrononaut age they'd be able to handle it but also according to anda bashiago mm-hmm. he said he, he's like not that we did not go through much mental and physical trouble because we did i certainly did i have a problem just tying my own shoes i have a problem <laughs> going to do an elevator pretty assertive the doors are going to open up and i'm gonna i'm gonna be see a dinosaur in a hallway and <laughs> yeah. at, at this point my life is a bit of anxiety, which is why I'm on television now here telling everybody about the time travel project I was involved in. So it sounds like it really ruined you. Yeah, you could say that. That's why I'm wearing Velco shoes to this day. Another reason why they chose children is because when they opened up the time tunnels, the kids had to fit through the time travels. Mm-hmm. The time tunnels could only be so big. And so in order to jump through, kids had to run and run. And jump through the tunnels and form like a cannonball and shoot out the other side. And yeah. that's the that's the problem. They just couldn't find enough jockeys because yeah, jockeys want to live their lives. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think jockeys are extremely depressed. Is that true? I think
1: so. They're alcoholics.
0: Uh, there are jockeys that listen to the show. Uh, Let us know fucking, how you're doing. Get off the horse for a second. <laughs>
1: right. And send an email. Well, they should have just sent Rhea Perlman or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. There's so many small people out there. Yeah, there's you a didn't lot of You do not have time. to use
0: children. Well, you don't have to use children, but the, that's the thing. Is that those are all adults. Right. And they needed tabula rosses <sighs> because the adults all go insane. But the, see, that part of Project Pegasus, that's only the early stages, the ultimate goal. The goal of Project Pegasus was to use chrononauts to send sensitive military secrets to the future and to provide government intelligence to the governments in the past so they could use it for their future. See – uh, Andy Bacciago's father re- worked for what is the- called Lambda, which was the Los Alamos Mil- Military Defense Association. Some bullshit, some fake thing. Mm-hmm. His father was working at Best friends with Donald Rumsfeld, who was also a part of the time traveling research project. Oh yeah, right. When they were started talking about this, the reason why kids are being used, what his, what Andy's father explained to him is to being like. You know when fathers and sons go through the jungle? Ugh. They take their sons and so they put them up on their shoulders, excited to show the world as mu- to them as much as possible, as thoroughly as possible. Just two feet higher? I believe that you, my son, should be traveling in the future in this highly experimental, crazy physics experiment in the middle of the desert uh. <laughs> because I believe in you. So it's and a- that's what he felt. He felt the belief in his his father believed in him enough. And we, he just believed in these kids enough. So, this no. is just Neon Genesis Evangelion? You're acting like this is fake. Mark.
1: <laughs> so, Lambda, just it's an organization of grown men who use children. Are you sure it's
0: not Namblin? No, 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 no. They
2: certainly didn't just mix those letters <laughs> okay. around. Oh, okay. No, it's it a Los, little bit nefarious.
0: Los Alamos Military Defense <laughs> Association? You no longer
1: have to remember it. You can delete it from your mind Thank now.
0: Thank you. <laughs> While there are many different methods tried during Project Pegasus, including a, quote, plasma plasma confinement chamber Mm. and a, quote, jump room, room. the most promising method involved technology recovered from the apartment of Nikola Tesla after he died in 1943, as Henry said earlier. Using, quote, radiant Radiant energy, energy, the machine was able to form a, quote, shimmering curtain curtain between two, quote, elliptical elliptical booms. When the curtain was raised, the subjects would enter a, quote, vortal tunnel that would take them wherever they needed to go. And it was child size. It was fun sized <laughs> elliptical vortex. No, 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 elliptical boom. You're not listening. Uh, Bortal, I know it. Portal tunnel It's very, oh, very simple. It's very, very simple. The, is as, it? It, so the universe is filled with thick, goopy energy called radiant energy. And now this mm-hmm. is not necessarily dark matter because that's what they asked Andy Baciago in this interview I was on, and he, he the way he responded was being like. Yes, I was trained in time travel. Yes, I was chosen to be trained in the program. Yes, I have many hours logged time traveling. Am I a time travel scientist? No, I am not. <laughs> I see. So could not explain it. So yeah. it is, there's I radiant mean, energy everywhere, and they can harness it. For, it's worth fl- fl- flick of flue goops, right? Right. Using these elliptical booms. Elliptical <laughs> boom. What they do is they, they zap a, they zap a, a fucking uh. energy, like an energy vagina. It pops up into these these vortal tunnels, right? And the vortal tunnels <laughs> right. are holes in the, in the, the shimmering curtain is the reality as you see it is this hologram, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You rip open a vagina into it and then that's the vortal tunnel, but it's, there's radiant energy between the two vortal tunnels that open up, right? Which is a thick goopy shit, which right. is why the kids had to run across the room, jump into cannonball position in uh-huh. order to get the inertia because they didn't shoot them through, not like in time cop, no. they literally, they <laughs> would shoot, they would have to jump through themselves yeah, in order Okay. In order for them to power themselves, it's very organic. It's very DIY.
1: Yeah. So the kids are going through the goop, and when they come out, are they covered in it? No. No. So they're,
0: they're goop free. The goop is time. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And when you do, you only the only goop that time covers you in is wrinkles, and when your pubic hair goes gray. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Well, you know, you say, okay, yeah, there's mm-hmm. children involved here. They're jumping into the time travel goop all on their own. There's gonna be some incidents, and in fact, there yeah. was. The most disturbing incident was when a uh, child arrived. Before his legs did. That's a problem with Uh, time.
1: Okay, so then he was sort of a Lieutenant Dan type.
0: Yeah, but... But he was child. like a legend. <laughs> he was like a legend. They call him Shoeless Dave. Right. After the old baseball them? player. Yeah, Shoeless Joe. Yeah, he needs shoes. Yeah, how much money is he saving every year? But ironically, he would collect many, many expensive fancy shoes. Oh, <laughs> but um, just, just stare at them and he could never wear them? Well, you would just dwarf them. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, yeah, that whole story was told by this guy. Did you learn anything about this guy, Henry? This uh, guy, Alfred Weber. Uh, he claims to be a, a specialist in exopolitics. Now, you're a bit of an exopolitical. Mind, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. What the hell is exopolitics? Exopolitics is the dealings with other, uh, other intergalactic politics. Yeah. It's dealing deal, with other aliens. What deal are you making right now? You got I mean, good how deals? many fat women we're gonna sell the reptilians? Uh we have to sell conditioner to the Pleiadians. Why? Because of their beautiful silken flaxen like so blonde it's silver hair.
1: So you're selling our conditioners and our fat women? Have to. to- That's see. a part of
0: the arrangement that said Made fucking kissel. Get I don't your remember shit when Eisenhower together. made the fat woman
2: the deal with the agreement, playing. You fucking dickhead.
0: 1953.
2: <laughs> when oh, did he
1: 50- mention
0: fat women? <laughs> it's
1: it's all a, I want to know. It's in a clause.
0: It's so in a clause. Nobody reads the miscellaneous options of a contract, and you should.
1: Well, it didn't seem like they took a lot of them. There seems to be a few of them left (laughs) when I think they're beautiful and wonderful.
0: Well, that physical model of teleportation is but one of two methods. The other method is known as... Chronovision, which works as more of a holographic view of past events and is used to gather intelligence. It's like the holodeck, but with a hat on. Yeah. Um, yeah. The quote, chrono-visors. chronovisors were invented by a Vatican priest who huh. claimed to have used them to visit both the Last Supper and Christ's crucifixion uh-huh. twice. He just like pops into the, the Last Supper and he's expecting yeah. to see the table and stuff, and it's just like 12 dudes just
2: blowing each other. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just. <laughs> I'm in heaven, I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah, see, these
0: chronovisors were passed on to the U.S. government by Rome in exchange for God knows well, what. Well, I will well, say- we f- know what
1: they wanted. Exactly
0: a thousand boys. Yes. And, man, they just go through those boys quick when they show up to arena up that negotiation in <laughs> the next contract. And they're like, we need- Five million boys. Well, the thing is, guys, they just keep on getting older. Is, is there a way to freeze their age? No. Um, but it's also very interesting, is because the chronovisors could only be, also only be used by children. Well, they worked best with children because the uh, Vatican priest he was able to use it, but they're only able to see the children. They can actually step into the chronovisions. Mm. Adults can't do that because adults just way I mean, too much.
1: We don't even let kids drive cars. We barely let them go to the convenience store alone. I think this is far too much
0: responsibility for a child. Time travel pioneers. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, because children were light enough to exist within the chronovision, and so children were used. Also, Andy Baciago said this other explanation about chronovisors, the reason why adults can't use them, is... An adult will sit with the chronovisor on as a bit bit of discomfort on the skull of the the adult, and he cannot stay still. Also, you can't have any errant sneezes or coughs when you're using the chronovisors because it will jump you out of the (laughs) timeline. That's all kids do is cough and sneeze. Children do not have the the sort of habits that adults have that would cause them to sneeze and cough more often. What
1: is he talking? I worked at a daycare at a YMCA. All the kids do. That's how they communicate. They talk like, you know, (laughs) random villagers in, in in, 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 a, in a in a 1400, uh, 14, they, they speak tribal. <laughs> All they do is cough and sneeze, and then they, they communicate with each other.
0: That's true. Now, as far as where our man Andrew Boschiego went as a child, many of his time travel trips took him to the 1800s, specifically to Civil War days. Most notably, he was present at Gettysburg on the day Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address, notable because he claims to have photographic Evidence. He just has a picture. Well he has a picture. He says, in- he says he says he says that Project Pegasus scientists dressed him as a union bugle boy when he went back to the Gettysburg <laughs> address, but for some reason weren't able to get him. Union bugle boy shoes in his own size. Excuse me, do you have women's size shoes? I have very, huh? very, very thin feet. Um big <laughs> at the toes, very small at the heel. Do you have a sort of a slip-on or a ballerina, a sort of a ballerina slip-on or we, a tiny princess heel?
1: We have a large.
0: Uh, I guess I'm your bugle boy.
1: <laughs> oh my God, we didn't give him a bugle. We gave him a guitar. <laughs> One boy with a guitar, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. A little known fact, he wouldn't carry a knife because he was suicidal and thought he would kill himself. Yeah, that makes sense. And he had a size 14 shoe, which is the (laughs) same as mine.
0: Interesting. It seems like he had a lot of homosexual guilt. (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as far as those oversized shoes go, there is, in fact, a picture of a boy standing in a field at Gettysburg wearing oversized shoes, but the face is blurry and impossible to identify. That is definitely me. That is definitely me. You could tell by the... as you can see, I am a pear-shaped man. Look <laughs> at that child. he's got childbearing hips which is not a, what a boy should have and that is
1: me I would like <laughs> if the camera zoomed up and the guy had a blurry <laughs> face and be like, that is you did, wow, wow wow interesting
0: uh, Basiago was also present at the assassination of President Lincoln on a number of occasions, although hmm. he never actually witnessed the president getting shot in the head. He did however see himself. Twice. I also missed the majority of the play because I spent quite a long time online getting popcorn. But you knew the popcorn
1: line was going to be long. This is your second time there. Why'd you go back to they- the-
0: The type of popcorn that was made in the 1800s of America, it simply cannot be reproduced. It's something about the the non-GMO nature of the corn or maybe just sort of the fiery nature of the oil, the heat they could get it to. It just got such a good savory. So you one of the most important historical events in
1: U.S. history for for popcorn.
0: There were hot dogs as well. (laughs) Okay. Well, then it's worth it. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough.
2: Oh, Jews, make a wife smile today. The road to
0: getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she
2: was so happy To have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And my own, did everybody come around being like, Where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, Stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling. She's got on her. Right now, get
0: $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. That's $50 off with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash l /L e f t. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, playing into theories we'll get into further with our man John Titter, T- ba- tour. I, I think I t- get t- get we're going stuff. with Tinnor. T- t- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Boss said that on multiple trips that he took to the assassination, things were just a little bit different each time. One time I went and Abraham Lincoln was dressed fully as a Dalmatian. <laughs> really? It was astounding. I can't believe it. Life, Life-life Dal- Lifelike Dalmatian costume, and he was being chased by several firemen.
1: <laughs> was it, Do you think it was a sexual role play thing? or? Uh, you
0: <laughs> Yes. Okay. (laughs) Now, Boschiego (laughs) believes that the reason why things were just a little bit different each time was because he wasn't being sent directly to our own past, but rather the past of alternate realities on adjacent timelines, meaning he traveled over to the next Membraner 3 every time he went back to avoid mussing up. Our timeline. But it oh. also seems like the, the time travel the, using the the Vorpal tunnels, using this Tesla energy, that it was an inexact science. Yeah. So now they're figuring it out because Donald Rumsfeld had a whole – like when in 1971, Andy went to see Rumsfeld, Donald Rumsfeld talk about this shit when he was eight to talk <laughs> about like <laughs> some bullshit to go talk about the use of time travel for, for war and teleportation for war – activities uh, the idea is you can use it to send people into the middle of the battle like you could just send extra soldiers hmm. teleport them into the middle of, right. the, of where everybody was fighting and so at the time though they were just kind of throwing people into tunnels and seeing where they popped out mm-hmm. I
1: mean wouldn't have Rumsfeld like handled the war in Iraq a lot better if they knew what was going to happen in the future alternate timelines. alternate
0: timelines so in like one timeline Saddam doesn't have a mustache <laughs> yes and in <laughs> yeah. one he's he's a lady Ooh. and in one he actually actually Is the guy that played him in the movies in the in the uh, <laughs> Hot Shots? Yes, the Hot Shots. Sadamtha. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's infinite timelines. It could I be see. in one timeline, the only difference is that his mustache has one less hair. Oh, yeah, infinite timelines. So see, many timelines. They use this alternate reality timeline a lot to yeah. explain away all of the holes in these stories. It's, I their, see. it's essentially their get out of jail free card. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Basiago's time travel training culminated in his now infamous trip to Mars with other child and teenage crononauts. Okay, guys, um, for this next little section of this, of this time travel episode, crononaut episode, I'm sorry to myself. Yeah, you should <laughs> um, apologize. Be open. Be real open. Yeah. <laughs> oh. along with Basiago <laughs> on his first trip to Mars was a young boy from Hawaii. Who called himself Barry Soatero. No, is that mm. the guy that did like the big fat guy that did the, the little like thing of what uh, come oh. over the rainbow with what he was doing the little ukulele thing? And he's real no. fat and the ukulele. It was, was just ha- Hawaiian. That was a Hawaiian man. Mm. Absolutely not. You may know Chrono, not Barry, a little bit better mm. by his birth name. Mm. Barack Uh Hussein Uh Obama, the current president of the United States. I feel that if he knew he was going to be president, if he was, in fact, a chrononaut, Mm -hmm. he would have just stayed in the past. I think so, too. It's not very fun. (laughs) He did know he was president because Basiago, one of his jobs as a chrononaut, was to travel back in time to talk to presidents George W. Bush, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama to inform them that they would one day be president. And then Basiago no. was also visited by a future version of himself. This is not, it's, another, it's a future version of himself to be told them that he will in fact, between the years 2016 and 2028, elected either president or vice president, depending on the breaks. So,
1: now Basiago, so he is going to be a president. Uh, yes. So we're going to have a president Basiago and we'll have like free bagel Tuesday
0: yeah, okay. either 2020, 2024, or 2028. He's either going to be president or vice president. In fact, if uh, you are indeed a registered voter here in the United States, and you're not only unhappy with the two major party candidates, but also our third party candidate, sorry, Gary Johnson in the tank, Ben Kissel in the tank. You can write in Andrew Basiago's name for president as he is in the middle of his independent yeah. campaign as we speak. Um, and so, it what's his
1: ground game looking like? Do we know? It is he very do? independent. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: it is very independent to the point where he said he could not afford to actually run for the presidency himself. So what he wants you to do is going to invite people to do is to you go onto his website andy2016.com uh, and you, you unbelievable. Be, and you go on you go on there what he wants you to do is to write in his name for president, take a picture of it.
1: You can't do that legally. No, listen. <laughs> you take <can't>. a <laughs>
0: take a picture, take it out, print it out, put it on a postcard mail it to his campaign offices so that he can tabulate his own votes (laughs) to prove that the black box voting systems are rigged.
1: Well, they are rigged. I do agree with him on but that. He's but he's going to crack voter- it open. it <laughs> has got a voter fraud there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be Andy 2016 that's going to crack this whole voter fraud scheme wide open. And you know what? The <laughs> reason why he is uniquely qualified to run for president? Because he's seen the future. Ha- ask me. Answer me this. Has but Hillary Clinton traveled to the year 2054? Has she? Maybe. No, that's actually no, true. The no, technically, I if no. Barack Obama and did, then maybe she actually did too. Maybe, maybe is the that is the right answer there. But that's the <laughs> thing. Is that if these things, because Andy, he's gone to 2054, so he's uniquely qualified to face the problems of the future. But I'm playing devil's advocate here. If these things are, in fact, still problems in 2054, then it's safe to say that Basiago did not do his job. Unless those problems are a part of an alternate timeline, in which case we can change our own timeline to prevent said problems. So what's Basiago running on? Oh, Does he have a platform? <laughs> he has oh, yes, a he 100 proposal agenda, uh, which right. can Let's be see. found on Andy2016.com. These include, but are not limited to, one, disclosing secret advanced technologies, including cancer cures. Two, quantum transparency, in which the president declassifies all the technologies in America's time travel arsenal. Okay. Three, Presidential honesty in which the living presidents admit they were given foreknowledge of their destinies four cosmic truth in which the president launches a new international geophysical year to resolve cosmic mysteries huh five sasquatch protection
1: i like that we in- need that as a sasquatch i prefer that uh, yes. over not sasquatch protection
0: in which sasquatch is listed under the provisions of the endangered species act six flat tax rate. That's good, too. Seven, moon transparency. In what, which no, the, what, <laughs> okay, what are we being transparent
1: about regarding the moon?
0: Answering or not answering the questions and, and privies and investigations that are going on involving quantum technology, moon transparency, and the presidential honesty. <laughs> I mean, it just... No, it's it's it it moon, it, Listen, Moon transparency, uh, that's answering questions the American people have about the moon landing. What happened? Did we go there? Mm-hmm. What's up there? What's inside the moon? Is it hollow? It's it not ain't. hollow. And of course, Mars transparency. Which, which brings, brings us back to r- President goddamn Obama. <laughs> <laughs> well... Time oh, traveling, the luckiest boy in the world, Barack Obama.
1: It seems like it would age him quite a bit and things like that It'd be no, tough no, to no, do. No, no, what no, no, What an exciting
0: life. He spent time in Africa, in Chicago, yeah, that's and dangerous. then he went to Mars. Hmm, strange. <laughs> See, working with Obama's mother, Ann Dunham, who is also a <laughs> CIA agent who yeah. is carrying out missions in Kenya and Indonesia, where she presumably met and fell in love with the president's father. Presumably. Presumably. The group of teenage crononauts embarked on a mission to Mars. God, that's so much fun. It's so cute. A whole bunch right. of teenage crononauts. Yeah,
1: so they're living like... You know, a young Matt Damon or something. I, I was
0: a teenage Cronin. They are Power Rangers.
1: <laughs> yeah, what the hell do they do on Mars? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. good
2: question. Whoa, 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 whoa!
1: I mean, I'm just <laughs> this guy. It's it's just it's a it's a tough platform to run. on. He's got a hundred points, Kissel. I do think he should be in the debates.
0: <laughs> now, the Mars base exists, as far as I can figure out, in a time loop using Tesla's quantum access time travel teleportation technology, which is how these people are able to go from Earth to Mars through a vortal tunnel of some kind. And you wouldn't believe what Andy had to say because he's like... I was on a plane yesterday from Sacramento down to New Mexico and we do not believe it took up to two and a half hours and I was just beside myself when the pilot came on and said two hours in that we are just now over Albuquerque." and I said I went to Mars and back in over three to seven minutes using a portal tunnel. Well then do it again. (laughs) Then get off the damn plane. Well that's what it's that's platform number two quantum transparency in which the president declassifies all the technologies in America's time travel arsenal. Let him fix our problems. Let him be president. Why isn't this guy
1: i just feel like he has a lot of power he's been to mars why isn't he more successful i my big
0: thing is that i I, he could wear better fitting shirts probably (laughs) he could start there with his fashion sense and then move forward yeah you have to you let the world know who you feel that you are and you do that
1: via clothing
0: exactly and one purpose of that trip was to get basiago familiar with the mars base because the cia knew that basiago would one day be the one to reveal to the world that mars was inhabited by humans and they wanted to make sure Sure, he didn't sound like he didn't know what he was talking about. Elon, what all everyone about?
1: Elon Musk can't even get a rocket 30 feet off the ground. Yeah, because he's
0: not smart enough. He's and, a genius. And guess what? I don't trust any man whose last name is synonymous with butt smell. Oh, that's not what a musk smell is. Musk is armpit. Yeah, musk is totally armpit. It's I've been ass, d- too. You could no, shoot musk a, oh, all over. No, no woman has ever smelled a man's ass and be like, musky. Yeah, no, I've, I've been told I have a very it, fetching musk. Ugh. Marcus, come on. You just smell like (laughs) roadkill.
1: Keep keep, keep it moving, kids.
0: (laughs) Now, the other notable eyewitness to the Mars colony was a man named Michael Ralphie, who, along with his wife Stephanie, described in their two-volume book, The Mars Records, the types of individuals present at the colony. Now, Michael Ralphie was not a chrononaut, was not trained by them. He was just friends with Andy And Andy told him all these stories in 2004, because Andy didn't start what he said, quote unquote, investigating his memories into the year 2000, when his mom got diagnosed with cancer, right? And so he didn't start really getting into this. He just told this guy, and now Mm. Michael just appears in all his interviews with him, just hanging out to the side, like going like, like Andy would say a bunch of stuff about like vortal tunnels and and shimmering energies and all stuff. And Michael's just like, yep. Yep. So we
1: just does like what <laughs> what Steve Bannon or Mike Roger Stone does with Trump he just stands in the corner and just like yep. follow the script yeah yep.
0: Yep. So is he Is he his manager? Uh, no clue. He's just a man in a polo shirt and high jeans. Oh, no, 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 no. He was actually a member of the permanent staff on Mars. Oh, So he yes. was on Mars. Yes. Yeah, he was on Mars. He was a member of the permanent staff. So
1: the, Mars was just like calling all dumpy fucks, calling all dumpy fucks, come yeah. to our planet. Who
0: else wants to go commit suicide on a planet made of rocks? I know somebody. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, these people, the permanent staff, they're not actually committing suicide. What they do is they have twenty-year shifts. They spend twenty years on Mars doing whatever God knows. Mars
1: sixty-nine and all over town. There's a lot of stuff
0: to be done. They have to put in street lights. They have to build movie theaters. They have to build a street, water fountains. There's all sorts of stuff. Amusement parks, Halloween horror nights needs a section up there. So you there.
1: just you you want to create like a Pleasantville? Yes, yes.
0: Well, what they would do after those twenty years, they would then be age reversed twenty years and then shot backwards through time to their space-time origin point. And then once back on Earth, they would have their memories blocked and sometimes have missions implanted into their minds subconsciously, which they must carry out whether they want to or not. Creating, not only say you're a janitor on Mars for 20 years, you're sent back, now all of a sudden you're a Manchurian.
1: So you're Reggie Jackson from Naked Gun, (laughs) and you've got to kill the Queen.
0: But you see... No story this complicated would be untrue. Exactly. It is. Truth is stranger than fiction. Stranger than fiction. Stranger Things, a good television show. I'm not even playing Strange along. Ways, the prison in Manchester.
1: <laughs> yes, which we performed right next to, by the way. We performed at the prison right by where Bronson was held. Exciting. Yeah, Strange
0: Ian's... Brew, it's a song by the Yardbirds.
1: It's also a great comedy from uh, the, uh, the great up north. It yeah. wasn't
0: the Yardbirds, it was Cream. Cream. Cream of the blood, one of the great things <laughs> that Pastor David Manning likes to say about semen.
1: Strange Brew is a very funny movie. Truth <laughs> is stranger than fiction. All
0: right, go back to it. Now, the other type of person at the base is only there temporarily. Those are mostly politicians and other government figures. They travel to and from Mars via a jump gate in San Diego and return with a time debt equal to their visit as sending them back to their point of origin is probably more expensive and, as we learned with the kid who came back before his legs, more dangerous. Now, the r- what? Can you mention leaving no, beautiful San Diego for Mars? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mars, I bet, is beautiful.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Mar- there's yeah Mars, there's nothing about Mars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's freezing cold that. for yeah. total recall. Yeah, for total recall, yeah. Oh, oh, tongue goes everywhere. Okay, Keep okay. your mask on. I, the eyes get really bulgy, but you know, everything that yeah. was around him was very beautiful. Well, despite these memory blocks, the reason why Michael Ralphie uh, remembers all of his Mars time was because... He was able to use his special brand of kinesiology, which is, you know, muscle and movement stuff. He had a lot of patience. And more importantly, he had the love of a good woman. And he was able to remove the block. Hero. Wow. And that's what it takes. Isn't that it's something? It's the love of a good woman. I believe that. I think good love can fix a lot of stuff. I remember when I first got with Natalie. I remember yeah. all about my chrono not training, but Yeah, where I, were you? Did you go to Mars? <laughs> no, I know.
2: They sent me to fucking Idaho. They sent you to Idaho. <laughs> I was I was on the short distance the teleportation rigs. And what and did they like, send you on? Just from Chicago to Idaho. Zip,
0: zip, zip, it was a plan how long zip, did it zip, take? Zip, zip 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 less than a second. Huh. And I'm just in your field?
2: Zip all of a sudden, I'm playing for the Cubs.
0: <laughs> what was your record for the Cubs? Zero in 417. <laughs> Not very good, huh? Well, Michael and Stephanie <laughs> Ralphie are currently on demand to use their special kinesiological methods to both prevent and unblock memories of government and alien abductions, most notably by changing the quantum matrix in your home by asking for the help of angels. Truth is stranger than fiction. What the
1: fuck? Angels? <laughs> when the hell did they come into play? Oh, they've always been So in angels play. are they've real too? They've yeah. always been there, Ben. Well, You've never ever seen all... angels, uh, angels s- in the outfield. Yes, <laughs> I saw angels in the outfield. They helped the Cubs. I believe it was the Cubs.
0: No, they <laughs> was it was the, the angels. Yeah, it was the it? angels. Yeah, you're thinking of Rookie of the Year. Oh, no, I'm no, thinking no, of the no, Cleveland he, Indians just when just the Native the
1: Americans came. The ghost of the Native Americans came and helped the Cleveland Indians. He's thinking of the
0: movie Space Bears when the aliens came down and helped the Chicago Bears.
1: Yes, I did like that one. <laughs> William the Refrigerator Perry. Think about that. He re- looked like a bear.
0: <laughs> and You know what, everybody? I got to say, Andy Basiago, 2016. Let's get this guy in office. <sighs> get I- him in Don't take a picture of your ballot. You'll get arrested. Uh, do it. I say do it, and, and please let's all just vote. Let's just vote for Andy Basiago. Uh, th- let's give him something. You know, Henry, he's gonna commit suicide, <laughs> and he's gonna be president either way. I mentioned it on top, hat, Henry. If you promise to vote, I will be
1: thrilled if you vote for Andy Basiago. Oh, I will. Okay, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll vote for Andy Basiago. Just,
0: just so long as you go in and write your name, write his name down. Just we'll write be happy. It down. I will do <B-A-S-2> that. B a s i a g o. Is that correct, or is it yes. two G's? I a g o. Just one G. There combination of barf and Asiago. <laughs> just remember uh, that,
1: or you thing. just write barf plus asiago they'll figure it out
0: or just vote barf
2: vote <laughs> barf i'm gonna <laughs> I mean, about john to, candy's about character play. in space balls <laughs> um
0: i uh want to actually posit a serious question so this is obviously some form of disinformation or, or or horseshit right so he comes out and he makes a bunch of lies and i do believe that there are gigantic black ops programs that the government's hiding from us we have the gigantic sure. black budget The technology that the u.s military has is 50 years at least plus oh, whatever yeah. we have seen if there are people that work for the military and that are willing to speak anonymously and want to say something that you've seen uh-huh. while in operation with the U.S. government, I'd love to know what is the actual truth of how much technology is it, that they have that is past what we have. Besides just sort of, because I know that they use hologram technology mm-hmm. uh, and they use uh, visors. They use like Oculus Rift type stuff in order to use like a kind of a 3D weird, like they have a browser uh, thing. Iron Man computers. They have they're Iron already Man computers. Using,
1: they're already <clears throat> using computers that are, robots that are able, to compute whether to kill or not on their own.
0: Well, they're almost there. They're not quite oh, there. Oh, they're yet. there. I trust them. I was
1: talking to my friend Mike Baker about it. I trust The CIA. Them. Oh.
0: Yeah. But I, want, I, I just wonder, but because these are ridiculous stories... I just know that there's stuff couched in all of this horse shit that the government loves to do. There's obviously there there was the Manhattan Project and they Hell did a yeah. lot of secret shit. And there were obviously many, 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 many other programs that were just like the Manhattan Project. They didn't get busted out because they didn't become like gigantic deals like creating the atomic bomb.
1: All right, so we'll, we will be doing a listener pasta coming up in the near future. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the military, please call in with any stories you have. You know what? Just tell us about the toilets. Do they self flush?
0: That would Ooh. also be interesting. Do they? Any- are they warming toilets? Ooh, that would be good.
1: Yes, uh, that sounds wonderful. So we'll be re- we'll be doing that very soon here in the future.
0: Definitely. And if you want to send us something, Cave Radio at gmail.com is the email address to send it to. Yes. Get it quick and remember, keep it short. Our next time traveler is actually here from the future. Ooh. Yeah, his name is Andrew Carlson. Andrew Carlson took a page out of the Biff Tanner book of time travel and came back from the year twenty two fifty six to play the stock market. That's really smart. Super smart. Kinda smart. <laughs> No, with an initial investment of eight hundred bucks, Andrew was able to amass a portfolio that was valued at over three hundred and fifty million dollars in just two weeks, capitalizing <laughs> on unexpected business developments. Wow! Huh. Now, either, on only eight hundred dollars, isn't that something? Only eight hundred dollars. Now, either he had quite a bit of inside information, hmm. or he huh. was, in fact. A time traveler. stranger. Is he a chrononaut or is he a time he's traveler? He's a time traveler. So I, would, I was right when I, would, I said time traveler. Time travelers are civilians that somehow got access to the technology. But the people that really know what they were doing are chrononauts. Th- think about it this uh, think about it this way. The guy that flies Elon Musk's SpaceX big yeah, thing. He's a pilot. He's a pilot. But Neil Armstrong, what is he? Astronaut. Or fraud. <laughs> What? It's possible. (laughs) I will punch you in his step. Mm. I believe they went to the moon. I do believe they went to the moon. Yeah, they definitely went to the moon. Yeah, sure. Well, what about John Glenn? You want to fucking put a bee in John Glenn's butt? No, man, I love John Glenn. He's got two first names. (laughs) I always love him with two first names. Now, this guy, Andrew Carlson, arrested for insider trading almost immediately. (laughs) But when the SEC hauled him in... Carlson spilled the time travel beans and over the course of four hours explained step-by-step his money-making scheme. Using knowledge that was, quote, common knowledge in the future, Carlson had planned to travel over 250 years in the past, play the stock market in a reasonable way with a little bit of patience, but... He got a little carried away. It's fucking office a space. Too it's office it's space. office space. But <laughs> okay. with time travel, it's okay. a great concept for he, a show.
1: Okay, but why would he just go back fifty years from his time? Two hundred and
0: fifty years. Because
1: what's three hundred? I know, but I'm saying, why didn't he just go back fifty years to his in his time in the year twenty twenty or whatever? Two hundred and twenty or whatever the hell the year is. I mean, I don't even understand because $300 million by his standard with inflation would be like 50 cents by you, that time. No. You don't
0: know, man. You don't know. <laughs> Truth <laughs> is stranger than fiction. How many times do I have to say right. it? Truth is stranger than fiction. Now, exchange for leniency, Carlson offered up both the whereabouts of Osama bin Laden, who had not been found at this time In yet. the desert. That, no, no, no. What if he literally just went and he was like, he's right here, and like lifted a trash can, and the Salmon Lodge is just crouching behind this trash can, But <laughs> they literally had to let him go because there's a whole Scooby-Doo like, clause in, in American Whoa. legal things that if a mystery is too easy to solve, then they have to let the criminal go. And, and this guy, Carl, said he also offered them a cure for AIDS, which he apparently just had rolling around in his head, but he was keeping it a secret let, oh. until they let him to his time craft. He said, if you let me go to my timecraft, I'll give you the cure for AIDS. I'll tell you where Osama bin Laden is. But I'm not going to tell you where the timecraft is. I'm not going to tell you how it works Because I'm afraid that the technology would fall into the wrong hands. It's inside my ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just you're like, gotta go to my, then he's just like, vroom, 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 vroom. I think
0: think we just reaches up inside his own (laughs) ass and pulls a cord out like it's starting a lawnmower.
2: What? (laughs) Ding dong, ding dong. And all the weird time of the clocks are going everywhere.
1: Sergeant Dickhead, did you let him get away?
2: Yeah, every time. (laughs) I always let him get away. I'm the fun
0: cop. You are the fun cop. Well, the funny thing is, no one has actually been able to find any evidence of Andrew Carlson before 2002. And when he was bailed out in 2003, he disappeared without a trace. Now, this story was actually reported on Yahoo News, which is... Oh. it was repo- Yahoo News is a news site. It's news. It's, it's vague. It's news. It's news. It's definitely... News. It's called Yahoo News. It's, it's got, got newer to be real. news in it. It's got news in it. Yahoo News reports on a lot of news stuff. They're and not they got desperate it technically- for clicks
1: because Google completely took them off the internet.
0: No way. And then they but they technically got the story from the Weekly World News. And uh-huh. the thing is that we know about the WWN Sometimes truth If you <laughs> don't No It's stranger than fiction
1: Oh my god
0: <laughs> uh, But the weekly world news is It's sometime, not real well, They talk about space ghosts But like Or ghost the, ships No listen Like the National Enquirer Yes There are places where people dump real information sure. into these fake newspapers because that's how you release it the, the people from the national choir talk about the dirt that they have on politicians all the time. They, it's like they, they see everything yeah they, they, i mean they, ju- busted they busted john edwards
1: they busted john edwards they busted ted cruz i think all that stuff is true yeah uh, oh they yeah They busted and a lot of people
0: they because what they do is unlike the new york times and the washington post which they talk about the reason why they get high quality reporters is because they pay them great money yeah Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... Uh... My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself and fast growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this, uh, Texas sage it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now, I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Now, our last time traveler today is a bit of a legend in paranormal circles, John Titter. Titor, titor. Titor. We gotta go Titter. I'm fine with it. I will, of course, call him John Titter because I think it's wonderful. <laughs> but I want to put it out there before it's... we get the fucking Annunciation Police up our assholes is so that I know that it's John T Titor. No, it's T I T O R. Titter. That's Titter. Yeah, that's absolutely Titter although he was not yet going by this name, sent two faxes to Coast to Coast AM on July 29th, 1998, which told both of his time travel from the year 2034 and of the upcoming Y2K disaster. The fax read, in part, Let me explain, Mr. Bell. I sent a fax with this opening on July 29th, 1998. As I said then, I am a time traveler. I have been on this world line since April of this year and I plan to leave soon. Typically, time travelers do not purposely affect the world lines they visit. However, this mission is unusually long, and I have grown attached to some of the people I have met here, including the wonderful rock ska band Sugar Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Y2K never ended up happening. I I
1: would love to just, like, Art Bell just comes into the office. Any interesting faxes today? Nah.
0: Same old, same shit. Time traveler. Now, Titter didn't emerge again until the year 2000, when someone who would later use the same military insignia as John Titter made a post on the Time Travel Institute forums using the name Time Travel underscore zero, making similar claims to the Coast to Coast faxes. On January 27th, 2001, at 12.45 p.m., The name John Titter was used for the first time when a man claiming to be him posted on the coast-to-coast AM message board saying, Greetings, I am John Titter, a time traveler from the year 2036. I am on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. My quote-unquote time machine is a stationary mass temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two, count them, two, topspin, dual positive singularities that produce a standard offset Tipler sinusoid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit and also my travels with the band
1: Sugar Ray. <laughs> so it's a 1975 computer. That's his time. No, that's just
0: what he went back in time no, to He get. went to go back in time. He so did he in- leave it there? No, he came and got it. So, well, like, see, here's the thing that what happened is that he was an American soldier based in Tampa, Florida from the year 2036. He was specifically chosen for the mission because his grandfather was directly involved in the assembly and programming of the IBM 5100, which was needed to debug computers in the year 2036. Yeah, you fucking so idiot. So they
1: needed the IBM computer, which yeah. is only used for Pong. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, But that's going to debug computers in 2036. Now, truth is
0: stranger than fiction, you fucking long moron. <laughs> well, <I> just, <laughs> actually, the IBM 5100, this is, that's one of the kernels of truth in this whole thing because the IBM 5100 actually did have a hidden function in which it was able to emulate other computer platforms and computer, like, h- things that are highly technological often use very old computer systems. So the like Russian, the space shuttles are still using computer systems from the fucking 60s and like the Mars,
1: Yeah, because uh, the government's not funding the space program anymore.
2: Well, they just, I mean, they, they don't want,
0: they want, they want to have nice computers. No, 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 they like it to be hard there. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> but, That does actually give the the whole story like a tiny bit of legitimacy. Well, this story was created by a very good nerd. Yeah, a great nerd, yes. like a very good nerd, possibly the, a great nerd soldier named John Titter from the year twenty thirty six. He can be a nerd and a soldier. I love him. <laughs> you know, but you know this, what you could do too is the, the pictures of the time traveling unit were really fucking cool. Like it was very cool, very yeah. organic looking. It looked like a bunch of batteries all in the back of it. wasn't a DeLorean. It was a 19, 1967 Corvette. That's pretty sweet. Cool as shit. Yeah, and it was like all of. If you look up John Titter fucking uh, time machine, that shit. It's awesome looking. Yeah. So his
1: car looked just like the failed. Um, a truck bomb from a couple
0: years ago in Times Square. Very similar. <laughs> huh. Look, a lot cooler than that. Okay. Well, that's the thing about this whole case is that people actually took it very seriously for years. But that I know all this kind of sounds dumb now. The internet. There's a gar, a great Guardian article about John Titter, and they pointed out something like very fucking true is that back in the year 2000, the internet was a much much different place than it is now. Back in the year 2000, you never, ever gave your real name out to anyone on the internet. It was a right. weird, mostly text-based platform, still pretty new to most people, and extremely mysterious. He just so, never expected the internet to get better. No, absolutely right. not. No, the internet was the type of place where weird shit happened. Uh, so over... The next couple of years, Titter would answer hundreds of questions on the coast-to-coast message boards about both the future and himself. He claimed to be an American soldier from the year 2036, based in Tampa, Florida. And even though his original mission was to 1975, he stopped off in the late 90s for, quote, personal reasons. And I think it's got a lot to do with him traveling around with the, with the fucking ska <laughs> rock band Sugar Ray. Yeah, it could be. He yeah, just he stu- showed up and he was just like, this band, is what I, it is my personal identity. I got my <laughs> cockshell necklace, I've got my frosted tips. I know that I was born in the year 20, 20, 2002, but I belong in the year 1998. Sugar Ray was a hell of a band. Yeah, he stuck around for a few years. He said that he routinely noticed little things about our present that were different from his past, such as news events happening at the wrong times and football games being won by the wrong team. Why isn't playing stadiums? <laughs> in clear 2036, Sugar Ray is rewritten in National Anthem. I cannot believe I live in a world where Sugar Ray is not known as the best band of the face of the planet next to Oasis <laughs> and I uh-huh. need to make sure it happens here. And he's just out selling Sugar Ray t-shirts and buttons. <laughs> now, Titter estimated that the divergence between our world. World line in his world line was somewhere between one and two percent. Going back to Basiago's claim, Titter says he is actually on a different timeline than his own, parallel to his. That's why the quote grandfather paradox, in which a person does something in his past to prevent his birth, doesn't apply to John Titter. If you were to say kill his grandfather at some point, he would be killing a different John Titter's grandfather, and so it wouldn't really matter to him in the long run. Well, you just he scare just would have killed an old man. You just scare your dad before he comes. God, then, and he shoots at all of your mom's face. Yeah, and then
1: you can't <laughs> be born. Interesting. That's what I'd do.
0: <laughs> Wait, that's what you do? That's what you want to do? That's what you want to do? No, you I don't want to do it. You i You want to go if, back in time. So you're saying that you want to go back in time to your moment of of, of conception, the moment of your father's ejaculate yeah. into your mother's vagina, kick in the door and go boo? And no, I'm really no. I'd, just, I'd, I'd say two out of three of your sons are going to be gay. Do you want to risk it? I think what'll <laughs> happen. Like, oh, is, better not. If you will fucking. You, will, first of all, will mistime it. No, you will show it with be the beginning of them making love and have to see the slow working of your father's <laughs> hands all over your they mother's body. They were quick. <laughs> they were
1: quick. They're Christians. They did it with their eyes closed.
0: Oh, Fast. Weird. I don't know. Now, as far as what John Titter's future is like, Titter says that it is much more rural. People are a lot more religious, don't really go to church. Community is emphasized. And most people in Central Florida live in tree houses. All right. So it turns into fern gully. Yeah, and what? as and as far as fashion goes, they wear a lot of hats. No shit. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess the sun in Florida is still there, huh? No, I
0: all speak. over whole whole mar- no, just hats, hats, whole what? lot of hats. And you know what? Look around now. There's a lot of people wearing hats. Honestly, though, in Europe specifically, many different types of hats did not understand. When people have been wearing hats. Everyone wears hats. Yeah, but, but there's Europe, more hats now than there were. Europe I've had people oh, unironically wearing berets. Yeah which I hadn't seen ever.
1: <laughs> I think they were still wearing them, ironically.
0: I little No, in, in Italy, it was all like little
1: fedoras, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, A
2: yeah, lot yeah. of like, everywhere yeah. yelling
1: at you. Well, they're always hiding extra food in there. <sighs>
0: Bastards. They're, yeah. they're fucking very stingy with their food. Are they? When I went to Rome, I expected to be fed. From the moment I got off the plane, I was like ready to go. Well, let's uh, finish the time travelers. We'll I'm talk so about, it. about I know. About it. We don't want to get your wilds here. Now, besides the hats, there were quite a few other differences in our timeline and the predictions that John Titter made, but it could be said that Titter's revealing of these events prevented them from happening in our timeline. Titter said that a second civil war would erupt in the United States in the year 2008, oh. precipitated by civil unrest, surrounded the election of 2004. Titter said there's going to be a Waco every month in those four years. That was so, eight years ago? Kind of right.
1: Yeah. Not not bad actually. He <laughs> predicted that right, and yeah, everyone is wearing hats.
0: Yeah, there there are a lot of people wearing hats, and there is we just
1: a- had tropical storm or the hurricane Matthew, which is going to wipe out most of the houses in Tampa. Yeah, everyone has to live in a treehouse. That's yeah. the only next. That's the only o- other option.
0: Yeah. I think people just want to live in treehouses because they keep watching most extreme homes Ooh. on the fucking Home and Garden Network. I do like that show. Yeah, absolutely, and because of all of that stuff, the U.S split into five different regions, which led to World War III in 2015, a war that cost the lives of 3 billion people and wiped out, among other cities, Washington, D.C., Washington, and Jacksonville. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> he, this is about, he has a tie to Florida here. He does. Yeah. And he, did, he did say the only cities that he mentioned that were destroyed in World War III, he was like, Washington, D.C. was gone. Jacksonville was gone. You would think
1: the West Coast and the East Coast would really get it worse, you know, just being so close to our, uh, you know, enemies and whatnot.
0: Jacksonville is the hot spot of America. (laughs) So the Russians, the greatest minds, the most advanced technologies. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of Camaros there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, after Washington D.C. was uh, destroyed, they moved the capital, Omaha. Oh, right no. in the middle. Right yeah, in the middle right by of the our nuclear silos, actually. Yeah, I, I know a lot of senators are going to be really mad about not getting sushi. <laughs> oh, my. No, you can get sushi in Omaha. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, naturally, some people oh. were skeptical about Titter's claims, but he said that it was not his goal to be believed. Interesting. Rather, seems like he just enjoyed lording his 2036 superiority over all of us in any way that he could. This is what he said about the people in the year 2000. Perhaps I should let you all in on a little secret. No one likes you in the future. This time period is looked at as being full of lazy, self-centered, civically ignorant sheep. Perhaps you should be less concerned about me and more concerned about that. I just feel like he looks like a Mario Batali who can't cook, and he's just
1: wearing Crocs. He's constantly sweating, even though he never moves. Oh, this is a large man. It's gotta be
0: huge. It's just, it's still funny because we didn't ask you for the time travel information. He you showed it.
2: up, <laughs> screaming, at your time travel, and then you you get a little bit of criticism, and then you say that the future hates us?
0: Strange. <laughs> now, not too long after Titter appeared, a company registered in Florida popped up called the John Titter Foundation, which started selling merchandise along with a book called John Titter, A Time Traveler's Tale. <laughs> 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 huh. It's all like it was a giant scam? It was just rewritten with him, and it's like co-written by him and the lead singer of Sugar Ray. (laughs) Mark McGrath. Yes, Mark. I've been trying to think of that damn bastard's name for so long. Now, the Titter Foundation was founded by a man named Larry Haber, who many say was behind the whole thing. But due Mm. to the slippery nature of Titter's claims concerning the alternate timelines, this can neither be confirmed nor denied. And Titter hasn't been heard from in years, but... The official time travel institute podcast called "Out of Time" yeah. cool. claims that John Titter has recently resurfaced and, through his mother, posted quote <laughs> something Ooh. on a message board that was passed on to a quote important, important person. person. <laughs> Although the host refused to say what, where. Or who? I just looked up Larry Haber and he looks like the body that Krang was in. (laughs)
1: That sounds good. So what do you mean through his mother? He used his mom's computer or she? No, no,
0: no. no. He dictated to his mother. And and she typed it out. This is John Titter's mother posting on behalf of John Titter. Hmm. All right, so that's the episode on time travelers and chrononauts. Chrononauts. Uh, also very interesting that Larry Haber is an attorney, and you know who else was an attorney was Andy Baciago. Yeah. And Baciago said that he uses his skills as a lawyer to win over 2,000 arguments on the internet. Isn't
1: that <laughs> phenomenal? What a good use of that hundreds of thousands of dollars you spent on law school. Holy um, shit. Wow. I,
0: All right, go back to, uh, so in Italy they don't have good food, huh? No, I mean Italy's got fantastic food, but Rome wants to keep their good food away from tourists. And mm. apparently, I'm obviously American. Very much so. You're like the worst part of us. No, was it? Wasn't.
2: I was just like, "Where's the good food?" I was like, "Manja, manja." I was literally just
0: being like, "I want." I said it to the hotel clerk. I shouldn't have said it the way I said it, but I was just like, "I want to be drinking wine. I want to be eating pasta as soon as humanly possible." Where do I gotta go? And the just went. <sighs> There is a trattoria around the corner. I
2: was like, "No, don't put me into a tourist trap. One, I want a real one." And that's
0: exactly in- how you get put into <laughs> a yes, tourist that's trap. That's what happens.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what an episode. Well, uh, it's
0: October. It's yes. finally We finally got here. Oh
1: my god, I love
0: it. Um, Dwayne Reed's are scary. <laughs> Tween reads are always scary. Yeah, Walgreens are t- terrifying too. We are we at are the beginning of Satan season. It's going to be Halloween soon. Uh, th- this is our first installment. We're, we're having listener pasta, I believe, is next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah. I'm really excited for. Uh, please send us your scary stories. We really want to make this one scary. I'm sick of people telling me that listener pastas are like burner episodes. I want it to be scary as fuck. If you got a scary story, tell us.
1: Anyway, so yes, <laughs> submit your uh, submit your stories. Uh, Marcus, what is it? Cave Comedy Radio cave at com- gmail.com.
0: Cave Comedy Radio at gmail.com.
1: Yes, we're, we're excited to read those. And this is our favorite month. This is the best month. At the end of this month, we'll be in Washington, D.C. So come and check us out live there. We're doing the Benson Ball. And we're doing one of our live shows. And then we're hosting something as well, I believe. Yeah, I think um, so. And then, what is that? That's going to be the 29th,
0: I 29th, think. 29th, yeah. Um,
1: um, so that'll it, be very fun.
0: And our live stream on the left is going to be back up on Adult Swim soon. We're going to get those dates very, very soon. We're yes. figuring that shit out. Also, um, if I can ask you guys to do anything, if you can, if you have cable, please watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell starting October 23rd at 11.30 on Adult Swim for, on Cartoon Network. Please watch. I think our shit is the best shit we've made ever. This third season is going to be really, really great. All right, so make sure to check that out,
1: and um, yeah, man, I mean, thank you guys so much for supporting the last stream on the left. I mean, Adult Swim is just absolutely
0: in love with it. Yeah, and uh, we got a new live show announcement. Uh Uh-oh. January 7th, 2017. Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. Hey, all right. The Brighton Music Hall. Uh, this show is going to sell out. Every show that we've done uh, has sold out so far. Uh, Portland has sold out, but we're adding a second Portland show. Seattle is about to sell out, so guys, get your tickets as soon as you possibly can. Go to com slash live to find the... Uh, find all of the links to uh, yeah. all of our upcoming shows and we've got more shows uh, that we're gonna be announcing here we're got we've got shows coming up pretty much every single month for the next six months yes and thank you guys so much for supporting
1: all the shows here on cave comedy Radio. Um, I mean Marcus and I we got Apligan's top hat it's so fun when we see these live shows people know all the shows yeah you know they're always asking for Jackie Zabrowski hopefully she can start coming out with us at some point um she's doing she says hello Let's she does say, say hello, and she absolutely, hello. And, and
0: Holden McNeely. Yeah. Um, and y- if you want to see him, you know, <laughs> then he's around, you know. Yeah, and he's go just, check out his new podcast, The Wizard and the Bruiser with Jake Young. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah I make a couple of appearances on it here and there. Oh, a little self plug. Huh, huh, interesting. Huh, well, interesting. I wonder why you mentioned it. Well, yeah, go check out the fucking Lucky Bone Show, too. Mixcloud.com slash Marcus Parks. I just put out a new episode yesterday, You're and it's it's wonderful. Fox News There we go
1: Um, All right. yeah Ableton's Top At Roundtable of Gentlemen Lucky Bone Show Wizard and the Bruiser Not sure what it means No clue Um, (laughs) And and read Holden's articles as well He's finally uh, starting to write Which is a skill that he has And he's wonderful at it And he writes about video games Which is the only thing he knows about Yes So that's pretty perfect Write what you know
0: And he can't just write Eat not your girlfriend all the time
1: (laughs) That's very true. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gene. Hail me. <laughs> so sick. You're sick. I am sick. We're all sick. Yeah, we're all sick. Yeah, we oh, all. Oh, that's up some what's me- happening with my nose. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We picked up some real nasty shit over in England.
1: Ah, magustalations.
0: <laughs> well, let's get to our shout-outs for this week. Thank you very much for uh, waiting patiently for them. But we're going to get through a bunch today. Okay. Uh, we got Ellis S gruffied (laughs) (laughs) I like her, she sounds like a cat (laughs) Ryan Pink Paul Simpson, Mark Hayward Joshua R. Bishop Elizabeth Marshall, Lenny Harris Ramsey Blackstone Dina Garish and Hanuman Welch Alright, I got a bunch of people on this list one is named Stig Grieve. Ooh, that's kind of a that's a I great like Stig. name. Yeah. Stig, yeah. Don't don't mess with Stig. Stig is like their version of Steve, though, so it's only badass here. Oh, I see.
1: Gramey touchdown. Jeff and <laughs> Casey, Anna Hornsby, Sofa Villanova, Aaron Coughlin, who we know very well. Aaron, hey. Indeed, Sarah Bartell, Lucas Lorenzo, Patrick Keegan, Justin Jan- Janicichko. Yonichiko. Yanichiko. Uh, Angelo <laughs> Caperton, Simone. Will. Nicole Peck. Charles Kellams. Chris Zurfass. We know Nicole Peck. All right. Hello, Nicole. I like your last name. Chris Servas, Sarah Damaratsky. Mm, Polish. Nice. Nomo Omagatu. Nomo Noma- <laughs> D- Damaratsky. I know how to say that because I'm from Wisconsin. Hey. It rolls right off the tongue. Toby Berryhill, Jessica Baldwin, Amanda Krieger. Hello, yes. Amanda. Yes, we know Amanda.
0: Amanda's incredible, and we know Jessica Baldwin. She's also wonderful.
1: I love you, Jessica. Ashley Becerra, Jeffrey Henderson, Monica Martinson, Samantha Stevens, Daniel Hopper, Christy Walls, Tom Fogore Jr., well, I love Tom Fogor too. <laughs> uh, Tommy Naylor. I think we did Tommy Naylor. Tommy Naylor. You might be doing the same list again, but if you're getting a shout-out twice, it's your lucky day. Alex K., Beth Tierney, Daniel Christensen, Jimmy Jimenez, Valerie Kremser, Joseph H. I know Valerie Kremser as well. Yeah. Did we
0: do these lists already?
1: We might have done them, but if it might be a double shout-out. Either way, you get it. Marge. Corey
0: Newman <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Stephen Paul Anderson Haley Jane Vanine Sam, Sam All right. Greg Carson Brian, Brian Bohm Devin Rurig Alyssa Caitlin Duffy Quinn McDonald Stephen Rivers Annette Petrie Jax Barnett Christopher T. Boyd Whitney Bingham Alexandra Schneider, Ashley Ford, Omar Sanjuan, Evan Crossland, Gustavo Montes de Oca, and Elsa Ashelford. <laughs>
1: hmm. All right, I got Sean Ingledew. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> kind of that fun. funny. That's that kind of funny. Andrew McGrory, JJ Roy, Jason Hannon, Hannah Bird, Michael Thorne, Kate Everett, Ashley Mangula, Tom Gall, Rob, Ryan O'Connell, and
0: Sarah. John Palmar Sigurdsson, Sacha Kisluk, Delfino Camacho, Rachel Doherty. I know her. We met her in Los Angeles. Oh, she seems very sweet. I didn't really get to talk to her because she was in the corner while everyone was screaming. But she seemed very nice. <laughs> oh. Don't hesitate to say hello the next time. Well, you you're scared her. Don't you fucking hesitate to speak of- to me. Mobbing these teas. Amanda Baker, Brooke Martinez, huh? Colton Young, Andrew Dill, Jamie Johnson, who we met in Atlanta. What's going on, bro? Hail Satan. Miranda Bertel John Enos. Colin Malnori Silbernagel Serval Nagel. Aaron Pendleton. Maureen Richard. Ellis Greer, who we met in our first Washington, DC show. She's very nice. Hail Satan. You're small. Mark Griffiths. <laughs> Whitney Lewis. Very attractive. I'm sure she, all of our female fans are extremely attractive. Ben Hooper, Mark Jones, Jens Petter Pedersen, Ed Healy, Reese Buford, Eliza Spear, Mallory Bullman, Dominic Kalick, Archie, Archie Harvey, Kim Kelly, Sarah Heron, Hail Satan, good to see you on here. Clayton Gogo, Hail Satan, it's good to see your face. Prison Dovich. Andrew Holly, Alex Jaimez. Bert Havard, Matt Shepard Calvin Lunt, Matt Thomas, Alex Alexis, Nicholas Sarah, Derek Weber, Beth Waldron, Deanne Schildroth, Ben Robertson, Ronald Brown, Matt Brown, Joe Modix, Abby Temershk, Temershk, <laughs> Brett Reynolds, Nicole Suzette, Lacey Young, Caitlin Phelps, hey Caitlin. Tom Buckridge, <laughs> Jessica King, Elena Rice. Hey, Elena. Hey, Maria Elisa Heg, Arwin Huckabee. Oh, Kel- Arwen Huckabee. I feel like I know her. I feel like I know Arwen Huckabee as well. Kelly Robertson, Sam Parcher, Tim Foster, Mark Baldwin, Shannon Allen Carlin, Jonathan Bennett, Bennett, Eugene Litvinoff, Hey, Eugene, local hey. boy. out down from Sheephead Bay. Kateri Popchef, Hunter King, Evan Bolden, and Thomas Muller.
1: All right, I got Christian Gutierrez. Thank you so much, Christian. Vanessa Bixby, Megan Peterson, Peter Olson, Devin O'Neill, Matthew Chisholm, Dantos Noye, Mark Aaron Dungy, Alonzo Herrera, Megan Paul, Mitch Jensen, Melissa Frackoff, and Ken
0: Bone... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah Brewer, Leah Stoner, who we know, and yeah, of course. Um Tamur Hussein, who I just met in UK, who's great. He's a very he's a reporter and he's smart and he's attractive. Oh good. Hmm. Jason <laughs> Katie Coleman Will Lack Aram Creighton at gmail.com Sean Derman Alice Wallace Diana Sacon. Dr. Bustos. Uh-oh. Danny.
1: Hey, Danny. Danny. And well, that's, that's
0: it. And that's it for uh, right. this week's last podcast on the left Oops. Patreon shoutouts. Thank you all so much for giving to our Patreon. Thank you. Uh, you guys have uh, helped us out more than you could possibly know. Uh, every single person, even if you just give a dollar, really helps us out. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast on the left to get uh, your very own shoutout. And sometimes... You get him twice due to a clerical error Hey, guess, not, bad. not bad But you know what, now that we know your true names We can possess you using magic And make and make you do what we want you to do Yeah, or we can do a tulpa of you And make other people do You know, think that you've done things that you haven't done Well,
1: we would never do that to you <laughs> So don't worry about it
0: Hail Satan
1: uh, Hail Geek Hail
0: yourself. Hail me, you fucking cocksuckers.
1: Don't, don't kill a boy Don't do that Never kill a boy